1: Welcome back. I'm Martin Strong. Coming up, we're going to talk about a crucial component to your health your teeth. We'll talk to the folks at BC Perio. That's coming up. But first, some of the consumer news headlines from the past week. How important is experience when it comes to getting a job? A new study shows Canadian employers are now willing to hire workers without experience related directly to the job, thanks to this tight labor market. The research released this past week shows that experience and education, once crucial to most positions, just isn't that important anymore. The survey found 77% of Canadian employers see value in hiring a candidate based on their soft interpersonal skills and attitude toward learning rather than coming in already with a lot of job-related knowledge and what they call hard skills. It also found that four out of five employers say their company would consider hiring applicants who don't possess a degree or certification related to the job and would instead offer on-the-job training to new workers. Uh, There is a labor shortage out there. According to StatsCan, Canada's unemployment rate fell to 5.1% in May. That's the lowest rate since at least 1976, which is as far back as comparable data goes. BC Premier John Horgan has just been schooled on how to read the room. The Premier announced this week that the expensive plan to modernize the Royal BC Museum in Victoria has been put on hold. It was announced last month as we were all dealing with these sky-high sky high gas prices and inflation pretty much everywhere, not to mention the pandemic. So it's not surprising a lot of people thought that the close to a billion dollar price tag for the museum was a bit much. Liberal leader Kevin Falcon called it a vanity project. Horgan says the province has heard from British Columbians, in his words, loud and clear. He says, we thought we had it right. Clearly, we did not. A recent poll found almost 70% of British Columbians opposed to the project. Lower Mainland tennis fans should be thrilled by this. Some of the highest ranked players in the world will be playing right here in Vancouver next year in 2023. Organizers of the Laver Cup said their tournament next year will be held in Vancouver's Rogers Arena, September 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. The tournament takes on a Team Europe versus team world format, similar to the Ryder Cup in golf, featuring the game's top individual players playing in a team format. It's been held four times since its inception in 2017. This year's Laver Cup will be held at London's O2 Stadium in September, then Vancouver the next year, and then Berlin in 2024. The Laver Cup was created by Team 8, the management company of tennis superstar Roger Federer. So all the big names in tennis are involved. This marks the second time within a week where a major sporting tournament announced Vancouver as the host city. Last week, FIFA officially said Vancouver will play host to games for the 2026 World Cup for soccer. This is Vancouver Consumer, and coming up, we'll talk about your dental health, which is actually a big part of your overall health. We'll talk to the folks from BC Perio when Vancouver Consumer continues right after this. Welcome back. It is Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong. Dental implants. They're not dentures. Far from it. They're not temporary. They are basically new teeth implanted into your jaw, that can last you the rest of your life. They're becoming more and more common as people find that they can get a new healthy smile sometimes in one day. That's because of new technology, uh, materials being used, techniques that make it quicker and more comfortable. And at the forefront of this new dental implant technology is a place right here in the Lower Mainland, BC Perio. The BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center uh, they have a couple of locations in the lower mainland, uh, 777 West Broadway in Vancouver, also Johnson Street in Coquitlam. And if you want to learn more about BC Perio, just go to bcperio.ca. And you should also listen to our guest right now. He is a, a friendly voice and a, a dental professional who's been doing this for a long time. Dr. Ron Zokal is with us. Hello, Dr. Zokal. Hi,
0: Martin. How are you?
1: Great. It's good to have you here in the summer. And, uh, I, I, look forward to hearing about what you've been up to because you're always traveling and we'll, we'll get to that. Last time I talked to you, you were in Bora Bora for a, <laughs> uh, a, a clinic. And because you're, you're talking to people around the world, uh, because you are at the forefront of this dental implant technology. So, um, I, I found a list of the top questions that people have when it comes to dental implants. And I was going to get your, uh, your take on these questions, but I'll start by asking you, what's the number one question you get when people come into BC Perio and they, they need a, a new tooth. Sometimes they need a whole mouthful of teeth. What's the number one question that you get about dental implants?
0: Good. Uh, interesting. uh- I don't know that we've ever researched the, the volume and types of questions, but I'll tell you this, it comes down to several things. What is the cost? Uh, right. Is it uncomfortable? How long will it take? Right.
1: And how long, yeah. And, and all of those things. Uh, are, are, are changing and with technology. And the the number one thing is how long is it going to take that? And that is on this list of questions that people have. And, you know, I guess the big misconception is uh, especially for people who have had dental implants in the past, I know I did, and it was a months long process. You'd get the, you'd, you'd get the implant put in, you'd wait for it to take, and then you would get the crown, uh, later on, but uh, that's changing, isn't it? How long it takes.
0: Well, that's very old school, Martin. I remember when I got started in this field uh, a number of decades ago. Uh, that was the basic road protocol that was being used: put an implant in, let it heal, uncover it, put, and then build a, pr- a tooth or a prosthesis for it. Today, the great majority of implants that we place, at least at BC Perio are restored or tooth is put on that implant the very same day. For example, you take a front tooth out, you put an implant in, you bone graft it and you put a temporary tooth on the implant the very same day. So the patient walks out with a solid tooth.
1: Yeah, that's incredible. I mean, when you started doing this, um, uh, did you envision that or, I mean, cause I guess it now it's just commonplace.
0: Well, it's not as commonplace as you might think, I don't think, uh, as many dentists are completely as up to date with the science uh, as perhaps the number of us are, but we teach this field internationally and we have to be up to date with it. But in the case of putting a tooth on an implant immediately, we find that we actually get the very best results. And, and that's, that's really, really impressive when you think about the quality of work that can be achieved using implant dentistry.
1: Yeah. And I guess it's fun for you because these people come in and they might have a big gap in their smile and they leave with a new tooth. Uh, you must see some very happy customers.
0: <laughs> we certainly try to make them that way. Um, if if they're not happy, we're not happy. So our goal <laughs> is their satisfaction.
1: Right. Uh, so that that's the one of the main questions that people have. How long is it going to take? And uh, if you go to BCPerio, bcperio.ca, uh, chances are, it takes one day uh, for your dental implant to, to be done, which is an amazing thing. Uh, another question, Dr. zokol that people have, uh, is how will dental implants affect their bite? Um, are there concerns about how, you know, how strong the dental implant would be? Is it something you have to be concerned about? How will dental implants affect your bite?
0: Well. The bite is affected significantly, I might say. The the main concern is that when a dental implant is initially put in, the bone around it is not healed properly and is very immature, and it takes time for it to gain the strength to tolerate the forces that are going to go on the bite, normal forces that are placed there. So when we put a tooth on an implant that's immediately placed, we will put it in so that it doesn't touch the other teeth. However when the bone is mature, that, that implant will take the full force of your bite with no trouble at all.
1: Right. And, and I'm, I'm the same way. And as I tell you, every time we talk, um, I have one dental implant in my mouth and it's the only time I ever think about it is when I'm talking to you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I hope that's a good thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> no, it's a good thing because it, it, it's not something you have to, you have to, uh, you know, baby or, I mean, you just have to keep it clean, obviously, but just like you have to keep your, all your teeth clean, right?
0: Oh, you're absolutely right. And the whole idea is, is it feels so natural that you literally do forget about it. And if you have, if you're paying attention to it every day, then perhaps something's not right. Right.
1: Yeah, exactly. But I mean, uh, and that's another question that people have about, uh, does it take extra care and not really, it, it just, it takes the kind of care that, that, you know, you need to brush and floss, right? There's nothing, it's not like you have to take it out and, you know, put it in water or
0: something. (laughs) No, definitely not. (laughs) An implant is an interesting thing. It's normally put into the bone structure and when bone is completely surrounded and the gum tissues are healthy, you're. The, care, the type of carry that you need is very, very minimal, and it's just a normal brushing, a little bit of flossing, a little bit less, um, d- let's say, forced place with a dental floss because you, you don't need to clean it the same way as you do a tooth. However, you do have to keep it clean, and if you do, it can potentially last you the rest of your life.
1: Right. And the other question, we're, we're talking to Dr. Ron Zokel, one of the professionals from BC Perio, uh, BC Perio with two locations in the lower mainland, uh, West Broadway in Vancouver and Johnson street in Coquitlam. You can, uh, learn everything you need to know about BC Perio by going to their website, bcperio.ca. And, uh, if you're, you're wondering about, uh, getting a, an implant, um, uh, another question that a lot of people have is, how do dental implants look? Um, do they look like your other teeth?
0: <laughs> First of all, if you can see a dental implant, then it's done wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the dental implant goes into the bone and under the gum. So anything that's attached to the implant is perhaps the part that you can see, which means that the great majority of implants that we place are often very undetectable from the outside. You need an x-ray to actually see that what's under the gum tissue. So an implant technically should never be seen.
1: Right. And it's not like, <laughs> it's not like if it's your front teeth that it's going to look like, you know, these big fake teeth, it just looks like teeth. And I guess that's, that's part of the magic too, of, 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 of a happy customer to BC Perio. I mean, cause we always talk about how, how people you know, it, like it really is life-changing. And uh, all of a sudden you have this natural smile that looks like your real teeth. It must be really fun for you to put them in.
0: Well, it is. And I, I might point out that when we're talking about a front tooth, like a upper uh, front tooth, uh, we call it maybe a central incisor, the key factor is the aesthetics. And if you're going to get the proper aesthetics, you need to make sure that how that looks when it's finished is identical to the natural tooth right beside it. And that means right. that gum tissue has to be exactly the same. The form of the tooth coming out of the gum has to be exactly the same. You cannot have a different hue. You cannot see the implant. It has to look as though you never lost the tooth in the first place.
1: Right. And I guess that's when you need uh, a professional or, I mean, obviously they're professional, but somebody who's been doing this a lot, because I, I always think of the, the tint of the tooth, you want it to match because, you know, you, if you don't want this really white tooth or, or a darker tooth. But I guess, like you say, like the gums, the way the, the tooth and the gum connect has to look exactly the same as the other
0: tooth. It's, it's right. And when we teach this to dentists, if they're early in their learning curve and they just start to do implant dentistry, we say, do not do the front tooth as one of your first cases, <laughs> just <laughs> too sophisticated a procedure to get really, really correct on a routine basis.
1: Yeah, that is really interesting. I don't think we've ever talked about that. And 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 it's a really good example why you want to go to a place that is at the forefront of this technology. And that's BC Perio, the dental health and implant center. Go to BC Perio Dr. BCperio.ca and we're talking to Dr. Ron Zogel. And uh I, I think that's really interesting. And another question that people have, um, and this is a, a huge one. Um And, and, uh, it, it's the whole question of dental implants versus dentures. And so the question is, how is a dental implant different from dentures? And that's obviously a big question.
0: Well, it is. And I think the easiest way to visualize that is the denture a full denture sits on the gum tissue. And when you bite down, it bites against the gum tissue. It has to have a relationship with the gum tissue so it doesn't fall out of your mouth every time you take a bite. Uh, the implant is a support structure. So it goes into the bone structure and we can take a denture and normally an upper denture has got a palate. So that's the roof of the mouth is covered. And you're using all that connection with the soft tissue to hold the denture in place. Well, if it's attached to the implants, then it doesn't need all that extra acrylic material and they can be made to look closer to natural teeth uh, without something that goes in and out. So when it's attached to the implant, you can bite immediately 300% uh, better and stronger than when you wore a denture and you can't take it out or we can, but you can't.
1: Right. And probably more important in, in a way is that Uh, dentures wear out in time or or not necessarily wear out, but they get, they get a little less, um, you know, like they, they get, they start to move around,
0: right? Well, you're, you're right, Martin. And, and what happens in a denture, when you push on the gum tissue on a routine basis, it causes some inflammation. That inflammation internally causes the bone to dissolve underneath the soft tissue, which changes the shape of the soft tissue. Therefore, dentures need to be relined and reworked. Sometimes it happens so aggressively that they have to be done pretty frequently and new dentures are made or have to be, as I say, relined. A thing with an implant, it holds the bone in place and it doesn't allow the denture to negatively impact impact the bone and therefore you hold your bone volume as well as have stable teeth.
1: So that's just some of the, 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 questions that people have when it comes to dental implants. And if you have some questions, uh, go to bcperio.ca and you can, uh, go in and, uh, and talk to the professionals at the, uh, dental health and implant center, BC Perio. And, uh, they really are at the forefront of what's going on with this amazing new technology. It's quite exciting. And we're talking to Dr. Ron Zokel. um, and uh, he is uh, one of the professionals at BC Perio, bcperio.ca. And when we come back, uh, I want to talk a little bit about some of the technology that you use, because it's kind of cool. There's like robotics and all these kind of things and about things like uh, uh, teeth in a day getting a brand new smile in one day. And it's all part of what they do at BC Perio. Two locations, a West Broadway in Vancouver, Johnson Street in Coquitlam. And like I say, bcperio.ca is the website. And we'll have more with Dr. Ron Zockel when Vancouver Consumer Continues right after this. Welcome back. I'm Martin Strong and on Vancouver Consumer this afternoon, we're talking about your smile and how important that is because, you know, there's all these uh, studies that have been done about uh, people who are comfortable with their smile and and how much better their life is on all sorts of different levels. And the place to go to, to make sure that smile is all it can be is BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center. They specialize in dental implants and sometimes you can get a new tooth most of the time in a day and we're talking to Dr. Ron Zockel. Um, and Dr. Zockel, uh, it's kind of interesting. Uh, every time I talk to you, uh, you're always going somewhere to do a dental conference and you're teaching people all over the place. Last time I talked to you, you were going to Bora Bora. (laughs) So you're continuing. I mean, how important to you, is it to you to, to, to not only to teach this stuff, but to, to attend these conference conferences, to learn about new techniques? How important is that to
0: you? Oh, it's my, it's my calling, if you will, it's the, <laughs> my raison d'etre, I suppose. <laughs> nice. I, I, it is, it's what I do. I, I enjoy, I enjoy the opportunity to help dentists become better at what they do so they can serve their patients better. Uh, that's a very gratifying thing to see. Watch your students become expert and masters in their own field. That's really, really incredible. So, and and, and of course going to Bora Bora is no mean thing either. (laughs) I I rather do enjoy it. And I note that our weather here is approximating Bora Bora on this coming weekend. So (laughs) maybe we're okay in Vancouver for a while.
1: Yeah. Now we we have something new to complain about this weekend because everybody was complaining about the summer not arriving. And now that it has arrived, we can complain about that. (laughs) But uh, yeah, no, I, I just love that, that, that because I mean, this, this uh, technology is always changing. And, uh, and I guess the technology behind it is always changing. And, uh, you know, things like robotics. I mean, how are robotics being used at BC Perio to, to help people get new teeth?
0: Well, robotics are an aspect of three-dimensional technology that facilitates the operator, be it preparation of a tooth or surgical placement of an implant, to place it even more accurately. So the three-dimensional technology involves doing what we call CBCT scans or three-dimensional scans uh, and, and placing an implant within the software of the scan that then is correlated to the mouth. And you're using the 3D technology to place the implant absolutely perfectly perfectly in the mouth in exactly the exact orientation that you did it on the computer. It's yeah. And I stuff.
1: guess, and cause imaging is so important because, cause you're, you know, you're, gra- you know, you're, I, do you say grafting to the bone? Is that the proper terminology
0: or is that wrong? <laughs> I, Actually, it is. And to that point, and I think it's really, really valuable for people to understand is that when you put an implant in, if the bone is perfect and the gum is perfect, then it's very relatively inexpensive. But often the case is when you lose a tooth, you also have bone damage and some soft tissue damage as well. So to get a really proper result is going to last you the longest amount of time, then it's best to recover and repair that bone, the damaged bone, and sometimes the gum tissue as well. So it's a, it's a complex procedure provided you uh, understand, you see the damage, you do a proper diagnosis, and you realize the limitations of what's presently in place, and you do a treatment plan to correct it. So placement of the implant is one part of it, but ensuring the proper dimension of bone and soft tissue is also recovered.
1: Right. So, and that's a reason why people probably shouldn't wait a lot of years. If, if they have a, a missing tooth, they should, they should probably do something about it sooner than later because that would make it easier. Right?
0: That's a, that's another point that's commonly brought up as well. It, what happens if I wait for another six months or a year or two years and so well, disease in the mouth doesn't have a tendency to repair itself. It tends to get worse. So. If, uh, if you have a disease pattern, then by waiting, you expect it to be worse in six months or a year or something like that. So you you take a little bit of a risk by delaying it. And, and the main reason for delaying it is usually the cost of the procedure As people are trying to come up with a way to fund the procedure itself. And, and, and therefore we have to take into account their limitations and, and do what we can to facilitate a, a disease reduction as well as making sure they get a result that's going to work for them long-term.
1: Right. And I guess a lot of your clients are people who are just sick of dentures,
0: right? Oh, Yes. Uh, there's a lot of those people around, you know, and usually the reason that people will stay with dentures is they just can't see themselves, uh, paying for the cost of actually putting implants in and fixating the teeth, uh, those denture teeth to the implants. And that's really unfortunate because they have often no idea of just exactly how beneficial it would be to be able to eat better, to smile more confidently and to go out both socially and in business wise and do better.
1: Right. And, and also the fact that they are permanent and that they're not going to shift over time and they're not going to get looser over time because that's a big thing with dentures.
0: It is. And, uh, th- and that's where the confidence comes in and people are more attractive to other people when they are appearing confident in themselves and how they appear.
1: Yeah. When you think about the, the thing investing in yourself, I guess, uh, that's one of those things, a good, you know, a good pair of shoes and a good smile.
0: Truly. Why do people comb their hair or get hairdos? It's so they look attractive.
1: Right. Or, or at least confident. You know what I mean? I think that's important.
0: And I think we go hand in hand, Martin.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. So we're see, <laughs> Doctor Ron Zookal, we're talking to you for BC Perio, and we're talking about what makes people attractive. And <laughs> and I think I know. I think you've stumbled on something. It's the, what makes people attractive is confidence and uh, being able to
0: smile. Would you say that's true? I would say that's true.
1: So that's why you should go to bcperio.ca. And uh, they have two locations one on Broadway in Vancouver, one on Johnson Street in Coquitlam. And if you go to bcperio.ca, you can see a lot of photographs of the uh, clinic. And it's a very nice place. It's a very friendly looking place. And uh, as you can tell by Dr. Zokel's voice, he is, he's got this beautiful, uh, mellifluous voice that's just so, so comforting. And uh, because, you know, you, you've been doing this so many years, uh, you have seen a lot of people who come in and who are just white knuckling it, right? Uh, like, mm-hmm. how do you deal with people who are just so nervous to, to deal with the dentist?
0: I think one of the first things you do is acknowledge their anxiety and the discomfort and understand that it usually comes because of what's transpired in the past in a dental office. and And... Giving them some confidence that you understand what they're going through and you're going to do everything you can to change how they feel about being in a dental office. But it takes experience. In other words, they got to come in, they got to tolerate, and they got to recognize that it didn't happen the same way here that it did in the dental offices of your past.
1: Right. And we've been talking about, you know, the new technology and the fact that, you know, you can do implants in a day. It's a lot more comfortable. Uh, and if you go to bcperio.ca, you can find out what they can do. And I've got a list of some facts about dental implants that I think people who are kind of wondering what they're all about might want to want to know about. So I thought I would throw these out to you, five facts about dental implants and uh, you, you talk about them. And the number one is, uh, the fact is they have a really high success rate. That's true, right?
0: It is true. And, uh, and I've got cases that have been over 40 years now. Right. And, uh, success rates in general are well into the 90% over 10 years. And that's a lot higher because back in the seventies, it used to be approximately 50% for five years. So we've made massive advances.
1: Right. So a permanent solution, uh, to something and, uh, sometimes in a day. Um, another, uh, fact about dental implants is, uh, they are cavity free. Speak
0: to that. <laughs> they can't decay. <laughs> yeah. So the, the dental implant technically is a replacement for the root of the tooth. And the root of the tooth can get disease. It can, as you point out, can get decayed. Bacteria can attack it. The implant does not have, it doesn't have a nerve and it can't be decayed. That's for sure. However there is one thing it can do and you can have gum, let's say bone loss around the implant or what we call peri-implant disease. And that's where the brushing comes in. You take care of the implant, it will take care of you.
1: Yeah. So, and it's not like uh, anything different than you would with a regular tooth.
0: Oh, absolutely. And uh, the probability of having a problem with the implant is less in my mind than a natural tooth if you're brushing it.
1: Yeah, and what are the uh, the materials used? Uh, most common materials is it titanium that the that the implants are?
0: Sure, titanium uh, or a titanium alloy is the main construction of the, about ninety nine percent of the dental implants out there. And uh, it served its purpose very, very nicely. The body does not seem to recognize titanium as a foreign material. And all the studies, the microscope studies that we do to watch how the body tissues respond to titanium indicate that it doesn't even recognize it as a foreign material.
1: Right. And uh, we're talking to Dr. Ron Zokel from BC Perio. Uh, go to bcperio.ca to get all the information. They're on West Broadway in Vancouver and Johnson Street in Coquitlam. And another fact, the, the fact about dental implants is that dental implants increase jawbone strength. And I guess that's something that uh, dentures definitely don't do.
0: Well it's definitely the dentures do not do that. And yes, when you put a, when you put an implant into the bone structure and put a force on the implant, the bone structure responds to that and starts to lay down stronger and stronger bone around the implant. So does it improve the strength of the of the jaw? Yes, it does.
1: Mm-hmm. And what about age, uh, is, is age a factor? Are, are people simply too old to get, to, to get an implant or is that uh, bunk?
0: Well, <laughs> it, I, it's probably more bunk than it is truth. The reality is, is that people have more systemic diseases as they get older. Having said that the 92 and 94 year old patients that I have would not want to hear that their implants are not going <laughs> to do well. Uh, and, but my point is, is that if you're healthy, the implant will work. I don't care what your right. age is.
1: Right. As a, like who are the old, some of the oldest people you've, you've given implants to? 94 actually is the eldest. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. but a lot of people so, in their late eighties though, um, a great many people in their late eighties are coming in for implants. So they want for the, ra- the rest of their life, however long it's going to be another 10, 20 years, whatever it might be, they want to be have the highest quality of life that they can have. And the dental implants will serve that purpose.
1: And I, and I think a lot of people listening who, who have dentures, uh, you know, dentures are probably something you put up with in a lot of cases. You know, it's, it's not like they're, they're these miracle, uh, miracle solutions uh, the way a dental implant is. And I mean, what do you have to say to somebody who, who might be just sick to death of dentures? What do, what do you say to them?
0: Give us a call come on in, let's have a talk. And mm-hmm. maybe it works for you. Maybe it doesn't. But if you never ask, you never find out. Right. And uh, Dr.
1: Ron Zokel is the person to call. One of the professionals from the BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center. As I say, they're at uh, 777 West Broadway in Vancouver and Johnson Street in Coquitlam. If you go to bcperio.ca, you can find out everything you need to know about uh, dental implants and uh, they are at the forefront of this new technology. And uh, Dr. Zokel, always a pleasure to talk to you and uh, just enjoy the rest of your
0: weekend. Thank you, Martin, you too.
1: Right on. And when we come back, we're seeing more and more of those e-scooters on the road. You've probably noticed them and uh, you probably noticed that some of them are going really fast. And now thanks to Vancouver City Council, We're going to see a lot more. That story is coming up next when Vancouver Consumer continues on CKNW. Welcome back. I'm Martin Strong, and this is Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. Have you started to see more and more e-scooters on the road? Some of them can go pretty fast. They've been legal on Vancouver City bike lanes and minor streets since last summer. And starting in the middle of next year, a public e-scooter share service will be available in the streets of Vancouver, uh, complementing the existing public bike share network. Last week, Vancouver City Council approved a motion by Councillor Sarah Kirby Young to move forward with the plan. The city's plan coincides with a provincial government e-scooter pilot program with participating municipalities, including Richmond and Kelowna. Since the e-scooters have hit the roads... A lot of people have been concerned about their safety as well as how they can clog up side streets. But according to a representative with mobility share company, Bird Canada, who spoke to council, there have been a lot of big technological advancements in the e-scooter share industry. A smartphone app, for example, can be programmed to limit new riders to a lower speed. For their first few rides, allowing them to gradually become more familiar with the scooter. Through the app, geofencing abilities can be activated to prevent e scooters from traveling or parking in spaces where they are not permitted. In most places in BC, the e scooters remain banned on major streets and sidewalks, but not everybody complies especially when it comes to sidewalks. Vancouver police wouldn't say how many complaints they've had about people riding scooters on the sidewalk lately, but they do admit they've had some. Vancouver Coastal Health strongly advises people who use e-scooters, also referred to as electric kick scooters, to make sure they keep safety top of mind leading into the summer months. So watch out for pedestrians, but also perhaps number one in the safety department is wearing a helmet. Dr. Harvey Hawes is a trauma surgeon at Vancouver General Hospital. He says a head injury can have a significant and life altering impact on your quality of life. Taking a few seconds to put on a well-fitting helmet before getting on an e-scooter, a bike, or any other active mode of transit is the single best investment you can make to protect your health and safety while on the road, according to the doctor. So don't forget the skid lid, the brain bucket, or a good fitting helmet is what I'm saying, no matter what you're riding. So wear a helmet. I'm Martin Strong, and this is Vancouver Consumer We're here every Saturday afternoon, 2 to 4. I want to thank our producer, Jonathan Chung, as well as Leo Coelho. We'll see you next week. Stick around. The news is coming up next.
0: The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.